right, Sovereign Minds, the podcast. We're back uh, <laughs> again. We are today, for the second part. Today is today again is January twenty third. Uh, we're in the second part of the show. Uh, we will be airing these things fairly quickly, I think, uh, and boosting them out there and get uh, and get uh, our uh, our. Uh, yeah, we're trying. We're working at it. We got a lot of moving parts going on, folks. So, so just want, bear with us. We want to welcome you. This is uh, we're brought to you here from the Epicenter of Freedom, Mountaintop Media, and uh, we're all over the place. Podcast, Apple Podcast, Spotify. We're looking for sponsors and advertisers. We're going to be uh, gearing up on that. If you like, the, hmm. get these things out there. Uh, hit the like button and. Uh, yeah, uh, and, and you know you don't these. have to send in. You know whatever you can afford. It a little bit yeah. helps. It goes a long ways. Absolutely. So, so uh, if where, you want to send it to four four two one Old Oregon Trail Suite B, Redding, California nine six zero zero three. Let's uh, pull up our first tweet, uh, our first uh, video here. This is uh, should be from the Irish Patriot. I just sent you that. Yeah. Let's go ahead and play this. This oh, is kind of funny, uh, but it's, it's not, not so funny. Yeah, yeah, it's not too funny. And then uh, and then we're going to go through and try to. This get, is reality. Do the uh, clips that I sent you on the emails and do yeah. them in a little bit, you know, go down through them in order at a fairly fast pace because we got a lot to cover. So go ahead and play this. And uh, the reason that uh, we brought this up, and we'll talk about it. CBS Health Watch, sponsored by Pfizer. Anderson Cooper 360. Brought to you by Pfizer. ABC News Nightline. Brought to you by Pfizer. Making a difference. Brought to you by Pfizer. CNN Tonight. Brought to you by Pfizer. Early start. Brought to you by Pfizer. Friday night on Aaron Burnett out front. Brought to you by Pfizer. This week with George Stephanopoulos is brought to you by Pfizer. Today's countdown to the royal wedding is brought to you by Pfizer. And now a CBS Sports update brought to you by Pfizer. Meet the press. Data download. Brought to you by Pfizer. This portion of CBS This Morning sponsored by Pfizer. On how to find the hidden sugars in the American family diet. Sponsored by Pfizer. Bill Gates' advice on how to combat mistrust in science at 60MinutesOvertime.com. Sponsored by Pfizer. You really need to get vaccinated. You know, COVID vaccines are now available for children five years and older. And the more people who get them, the better we're going to be able to help stop the spread of COVID. Pfizer. The reason I yeah. showed that, obviously it's a little bit of a parody, but if it doesn't tick you off a little bit, you're not real smart. Over the weekend, was what was trending was, uh, you know, hashtag died suddenly vaccine, hashtag died suddenly documentary, yeah. hashtag Pfizer lied, people died, uh, hashtag Pfizer, hashtag died unexpectedly, uh, hashtag died suddenly files, hashtag died suddenly news. See, people are, are starting to figure out what's going on. Well, it's starting to happen all around them. People I mean, it's, are dying yeah, and dropping exactly. right and left, you know, whether it's just the injuries or, 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 or whatever it's it happens It's not just athletes, it's teachers. I got, you know, a headline from Gateway Pundit, 35-year-old middle school coach and teacher, teacher drops dead in front of class. I mean, it's starting to, people know somebody that's being totally affected by this. A lot of the side effects are coming out now. So let's start with our first clip that should come up, should be the World Health Organization, should be another Twitter clip. And I want to show you, this is this clip uh, is, is the guy who's taken over Fauci's place, all right? 
So go ahead and play this real quick, and uh, we introduce you to Peter Hotez, I guess is how you say it. And uh, let's hear what he has to say. Go ahead and... uh, Anti-vaccine activism, which I actually call anti-science aggression, has now become a major killing force globally. During the COVID pandemic in the United States, 200,000 Americans needlessly lost their lives because they refused a COVID vaccine, even after vaccines became widely available. And now the anti-vaccine activism is expanding across the world, even into low and middle income countries. It's a killing force. Anti-science now kills more people than things like gun violence, global terrorism, nuclear proliferation, or cyber attacks. And now it's become a political movement. In the U.S., it's linked to far extremism on the far right. Same in Germany. So this is a new face of anti-science aggression. And so we need political solutions to address this. We have to recognize that anti-vaccine activism, which... Okay. All right. Now go to the next clip, and it just kind of shows you it's another another clip of uh, this guy. I just, just want to read that. the article. So this guy, V's for Power, as, as Fauci steps down, he's the guy that produced that other thing. So he's basically the, the saying video. anybody who's an anti-vaxxer, they're the ones causing all the deaths. You know, they're the ones. And the real deal is that you have a 99.62% chance of surviving this uh, COVID virus if you didn't get the shot. Right, and and there's countries like Japan that are downgrading, saying that COVID isn't anything near what they were putting out there in the beginning, it, you know, right. how severe it is. And how come countries well, like Africa has, has the least amount of people Well, and they're to, not vaccinated? Go to the next uh, slide or the next clip, and uh, I'll show you this. Uh, uh, okay, this one here. Now, let me set this up. This guy is uh, is uh, Scott Adams, I believe it is, and uh, he is a left-wing uh, kind of guy. He voted for Biden, I think, and he's, uh, he's a liberal. And uh, uh, he... Uh, Interestingly enough, I'm trying to get a little more up here on my on my end. Is that uh, over the weekend? This is what he had to say. Now he's not, you know, but there's a lot more that are coming to understanding of what's going on. And I think this is a very important clip because this tells you what's, you know, these guys are starting to discover. Maybe there's a different uh, uh, set of uh, facts that are going on than <laughs> what they've been led to believe with the uh, the propaganda, what they've been, and what the they've Pfizer, been hearing, the commercials, yeah. and the government, and uh, all this stuff that's going on. Go ahead and uh, let's go ahead and play this. It's going to happen. I'm going to tell you that the people who the anti-vaxxers appear to be right. Somebody who did not get vaccinated got a little Omicron, or maybe even a worse one, but recovered. Now you've got natural immunity, and you have no vaccination in you. Can we all agree that that was the winning path? The smartest, happiest people are the ones who didn't get the vaccination and are still alive. I want to make sure that I'm not leaving any wiggle room for myself. Have I? Have I said as clearly as possible they're the happy ones right now? And have a reason to be completely? Having uh, having said as clearly as possible that the anti-vax people seem to be the winners, I want you to hear that clearly. The anti-vax people appear to be the winners. The anti-vaxxers clearly are the winners at this point, and I think it'll probably stay that way. And, and I don't want to put any shade on that whatsoever. 
they came out the best. They, they have the winning position. The unvaccinated have a current advantage because they, they feel better. The, the thing they're not worrying about is what I have to worry about, which is, I wonder if that vaccination five years from now, because really the anti-vaxxers, I think, were really just distrustful of big companies and big government. That's never wrong. It's never wrong to distrust government. It's never wrong to distrust big companies. Right? So if you just took the position, let's just distrust everything the government did, well, you won. You won. <laughs> you won completely. I did not end up in the right place. Agree? You would all agree with that, right? I did not end up in the right place. The right place would be natural immunity, no, no vaccination. Uh, all, all of my fancy analytics got me to a bad place. All of your heuristics, don't trust these guys, it's obvious, totally worked. Well, there you yeah. go. I think that kind of says it all because what's happening is that the reason that these people are starting to figure this out is not because... Uh, somebody told them because they're they're, start, seeing, the they're evidence. seeing the evidence of it. You know, you're seeing people dropping right and left. You're seeing people that are dying across the board. You're, there are more and more of these uh, static, uh, static uh, status and data uh, like this one. Okay, so this is yeah. A, but before we go on, he made some good points in there. You know, you got these people that get va- that got vaccinated walking around. And, and, and not being happy about it. I mean, how do you go about your life not knowing when you may just die? It's, it's got to be a heavy a, it, stress level. This is an absolute awful thing. We're yeah. not celebrating that we won. No. This is, I got family who got the shot. I got people that I love who got the shot. But, got, but you, can you imagine walking around wondering what your side effects are going to be or when know. it's going to hit you? They don't know. What and a it, bunch it, of BS. And it even gets worse as we go along here. I'm going to yeah. show you a couple other things. And and the people that are implementing this stuff at the World Economic Forum and pushing this, we've got a clip from Tony Blair, but this World Health Organization, this is this is what we're talking about here. In May, oh gosh, this they've lied about everything. It was look, 95% protection well, when you took it. Look at this. The, the who is a joke, the dangerous ones. And look at this is trending across the board yeah. on Twitter, all of these places, because people are seeing the side effects. They're seeing the people yeah, dying. Exactly. You can't keep covering this up. You can't say that, oh, it's just a coincidence when all these people are dropping from myocarditis. You can't, you know, you can't play this game anymore because people aren't listening because you've been li- they've been lied to so much about everything that they're not they're not you know you can't do it anymore so and here's just examples of, of the lies of, of, of the few lies that went along with this this covid stuff there's there's a lot more yeah, but this May, is 95 percent protection june 70 yeah. protection uh, 70 uh, i'm sorry july 50 and august no protection but reduces the spread september uh, doesn't reduce the spread but reduces the severity october doesn't reduce the severity but reduces the hospitalization uh, it doesn't reduce the hospitalization but, uh, but you aren't going to die now just now you're going to die and go to heaven, heaven. yeah so uh, did they know the only question is did they know did they willingly do this, some of them? Did they cover up the evidence that was showing this? They knew that they hadn't got the test on this. 
They, they, they had to know something because they didn't do any of the testing like they were supposed to do. They hurried up and rolled it out to the they people. Covered, they've been covering up the so data. So they had to cover it, some of it up knowingly. Well, they've covered up the data across the board. Now, the question, now we know that Fauci has been covering up the data. He's trying to, well, now the emails are coming out. He's trying to sever the connection yeah, between he, him and, and Wuhan. Wuhan. And, and so uh, we know that he's been paid off. We know that they were making a lot of money. They, you know, Pfizer, who owns Pfizer? Okay. Uh, uh, gee, I wonder who owns Pfizer. Who are the shareholders in Pfizer? Oh, I think Dr. Fauci's one and Bill Gates is another. Well, uh, BlackRock, maybe. Uh, Black who Rock, owns BlackRock? Yeah. You know, so you start yeah, digging. So, yeah. and, and a lot of people were making some money. There are billions and billions of dollars involved in this thing. But they also use this whole thing to set aside the constitutional rights of people, to get control over everybody's sovereignty. And to sovereignty. make them fearful. And to make them fearful. And um, because then yep. you're easy to push into things exactly, that you normally yeah. wouldn't do. So yeah. let's go to the next one. And this is another example of, uh, of gee, uh, you know, this is natural news. This was, I, I'm not sure what, and this is oh, yeah, December 29th. Yeah. You know, warning from uh, Ed Dowd, 7,500 Americans are killed or disabled each day. Okay, as vax jabs take a heavy uh, take a heavy, a heavy toll. toll. U.S. imploding under decivilization assault. Now, I'm taking this with a grain of salt. I'm not believing everything that I hear. I don't know if this is 100% accurate, but all I'm saying is whatever the government was tell you, telling you was completely inaccurate. They started out with this thing was protect everybody. Everybody get the yeah. vax. You'll, you, you won't get it. You won't catch it. 90% that you won't get it. Then all of a sudden, no, well, uh, you're going to die. Yeah, well, yeah, it's totally turned upside down. And now, you know, the government's telling people to get vaxxed, you know, not just for COVID, They're but the flu. They're still pushing it. Yeah, and, and monkeypox. Get it all at one time. Just get one shot. They're still pushing it. Yes, they are, because okay. there is some people out there, I don't know. They're not seeing the warnings, but most of the people know somebody around them that is affected by this. There's We're some, starting to see the side effects. There's some which, culpable yeah. people you know, and I mean, just look at some of the, you know, uh, Bongino talked about this, like, you know, critics blast Klaus Schwab there on the left uh, from the World Economic Forum for trying to master the future with the global enslavement agenda. Mm -hmm. There's no other agenda here. There's nothing else going on. You know, uh, getting vaccination for four more for for COVID four more times results in a near complete collapse of the immune system, a bombshell study. So we need to look at the other side. We've been getting one side of this thing, and and the other side is saying this is this is de this is depopulating people things. Well, yeah, when you start seeing all these athletes, you know they can't very well get rid of it when you're watching a football well, game and somebody keels over on the field. So this is scary shit. It's like the guy said. Now they got to wonder what's going to happen. What are the side exactly. effects? Exactly. How, how long? long? Does it, how long does it last? You know, as the and and you know and, and you got Bill Gates up there who's not a, got any expertise at all pushing this stuff and talk, and and he, he's a eugenicist. Yeah, and then you go back to the the world e economic forum that they're having this weekend. They wouldn't even allow the pilots to be that vaccinated that we're flying the people for over to them for their safety to for this conference sake. that's pushing this shit. Yeah, so they don't want vaccinated yeah. pilots for operating the planes that exactly. are take, taking them to the World Economic Forum, Forum yeah. where, they're, where they're coming up with all this crap. But Let's it's okay for you and slide. I to get it. Yeah, oh, sure. Yeah. It's okay for you to get it as long as uh, I don't uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, sure. All right, so... So here's, uh, you know, died suddenly, you know, uh, this is a See. Rasmussen report, uh, and more than one in four think someone they know uh, that, has died from scary. COVID. 
That's freaking scary. Yeah. If this doesn't scare you, you're an idiot. Yeah. All right. Go ahead and, and scroll down a little bit. Uh, I wanted to see what was down underneath this uh, here a little bit. Uh, and there's all the percentages. This is Rasmutin. Uh, you know, I 40- mean, you, you still got to look between the lines when it comes to this type of you gotta stuff. You got to do your own homework. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yes. But uh, when you look at this, a survey of a thousand American adults was conducted uh, on December 28th to the 30th of uh, 2022 by Rasmutin. Uh, with a margin of error and so forth, 71% say they have received a COVID-19 vaccination, uh, vaccination, while 26 have not. Concerns about vac- vaccine safety are much higher among the unvaccinated. Isn't that interesting? Well, yeah. Because uh, we, natu- I mean, naturally. When I see people dying around me, it kind of, you know, disturbs me a little bit. So the vaccines are ton- a lot worse, a ton worse than natural immunity? And we're supposed to get them. Why? Because Pfizer told us to. Uh, so, so <laughs> I know. Is Go back you, to the clip at the beginning of this, you know, where everybody's brought to you by Pfizer. Boom. Yeah, they're dying. Pfizer. Yeah, right exactly. So, so, so then we got 77% of the adults who have not gotten the COVID vaccines at least believe at least somewhat that the side effects of the COVID vaccines have called signif- caused significant number of unexplained deaths. And then you got to wonder, that like Pfizer, the people that work for Pfizer, the people that are pushing this, how many of them really have been vaccinated? I don't think they have oh, for wow. the majority of them. I, I don't know. This is crazy. So 46% of adults who have gotten vaccinated against COVID-19 believe people who worry about vaccine safety are spreading conspiracy <laughs> theories. You mean when you tell so, it, when so you're the telling people, the truth, that that's a conspiracy. Well, see, that's what this is all about, too. Is any see? It's like they wanted to have. Oh, this is disinformation, and we need to have everything censored, and that's what they've been doing. Well, right. disinformation is anybody who disagrees with their uh, narrative, with their findings, with the, the way they say things are, with their truth, if you will, which is not, not the truth, truth. because right. uh, it's been changing and, mo- and and morphing into something completely different than what we started with. So, so this is where we're going. And, uh, you know, more Democrats, 85% than Republicans who are not affiliated or who are not affiliated with uh, either major party have been vaccinated against. More Republicans and Democrats are unaffiliated. Anyway, 43% think there's legitimate reasons to be concerned with safety. Well, it's not because we're seeing people drop right and left. I I know personally of two people that have died from this. Uh, One personally, the vaccine injury, you can't at some point keep covering this up and say that, oh, it's a coincidence, a guy guy dropped on the field oh yeah that's just a coincidence he's got some something that happened that you know once in a blue moon on thousands of people and i know people in the very beginning that got vaccinated because it was scary in the beginning and and we weren't you know doing our homework or or know what was going on but anyhow they got vaccinated now they're having some health issues yes they're getting older but then they're always questioning is this from the vaccine you know because the the health doctors can't really pinpoint what's going on in their body and to help them with their other health issues. Right. You know, so, I mean, it's a mixture of everything. So these people are worried walking around, well, am am I going to drop dead because of it? Just 38% considered unexplained deaths from the vaccine, at least somewhat likely. So all these guys are dying and you can't explain it? And we're just supposed to, you know, move along sheep like sheep. And, yep, and uh, get it. Yeah. And so, then let's get a three in one shot. No problem. Yeah. And yeah. the more boosters that I get, the better off I am. Yeah. After you've lied to me about everything. So, 
Let's go to this next uh, one, uh, the World Economic Forum. And uh, this is an interesting uh, expose. You got Eatsy Bugs. This is Klaus oh, Schwab. Oh, yes. You got Eatsy uh, Bugs. Well, the, the, the thing is that the, the title of it is, uh, you know, uh, 2023 World Economic uh, Forum Plan Tyranny Explo Exposed, including slew of new vaccines. vaccines. And I'm not going to do the whole thing. And look at Klaus Schwab. I mean, gosh darn, does he look like a Bond villain? Needs a monocle and a cat. You know, he can go, oh, yes. Uh, He's just... Evil, evil. Uh, he, 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 I, I, yeah. I just, yeah. I can't so, believe he lives. Scroll, uh, scroll down or up. Uh, one, keep going. I'm not going to go through every single one of these, uh, but this one is the We're one. We're going I to wanted. have a whole new slew of injectables. Yeah, this is now. This is Tony, Tony, Tony Blair. Digitalization in healthcare. Uh, one of the great and, game changers. Uh, this, this is at the Economic Forum in Davos this year. This is just a uh, uh, January 19th, just a few days old. And so let's. So so after everything that we just covered. The dangers, the side effects. We don't people know dying. people dying. You know, myocarditis. Uh, let's keep injecting the kids. The the, the propaganda, the misinformation, the, the lies that they've told about all of this stuff. What does Tony have to say? Yeah, so let's come up with something new so the people will take that because they're refusing to take the jab now. Let's see what Tony has to say. Go ahead and play the clip. I think you won't get the focus you need unless it's clear. Two things. One, that there is an ongoing challenge and opportunity. And I think that is not just about COVID. It's about the fact that we are going to have a whole slew of new vaccines, injectables, that are going to deal with some of the, the worst diseases in the world that give us the opportunity to make big changes in the, in the health of the world. When it's all said and done, it's, it was still a pretty remarkable operation. And by the way, you know, Seppi did a fantastic job. You guys deserve a lot of congratulation for it. But so I think it's around things like how do you make sure you get the right scientific cooperation and the cooperation <laughs> between the regulatory authorities so in the future you can clear things much faster. For example, on the continent of Africa, if we had an equivalent to the European Medicines Agency, we had an African med Medicines Agency that allowed you to have one system, one standard, which hugely changed the way that um, vaccines and treatments are <coughs> introduced in Africa. I think there's a huge impetus now for a national digital infrastructure. Digitization in, in healthcare is, I think, one of the great game changers. You know, we should be helping countries to develop a national digital infrastructure, which they will need with these new vaccines. And then, you know, finally, it, it, it's, it's also about showing people and showing the political leadership that you can make a positive difference to your healthcare system by adopting these measures because they've got a they've got an impact beyond any particular disease and or or, or pandemic so i think if you want to now that wow. what all that he said is so off the charts delusional scary utopian theory of government tyranny uh, go ahead and go back to there because there's another clip I want to play. Uh, yeah, there was a lot of stuff in that one. But let's unpack a little bit then before we see the other clip. Yeah. So an opportunity to make big changes. That's a oh, what big changes are we making? Yeah, to our change health? in health. To what does that mean? Well, and a digital, a national digital so health, it, si digital system. Are they talking about uh, infrastructure? Uh, bank uh, digital currency, central bank digital uh, currency, so that they can control everybody and everything and all the stuff that's going on. Period. Or is it a combination of the, of your money and your health care all in one? And we know what you've been doing, and we will. 
and see what's vac- right for you. You know, a slew of new vaccines, and they've been working so well, right? So we need a bunch more of them, right? With some of the for some of the worst diseases in the world. Okay, yeah. yeah. And then another, they could show the government, the political structure, how this can be positive. That's why. Well, I, I, what do you mean by that exactly? What do you know? Scroll down, and I want uh, I want to get another. There's another clip there that, that we want to set up, and it's this one. And so this, this, th- these people are out of control, narcissistic. They think that they know better than everybody else about everything. And it becomes really evident very quickly if you just listen to them. And you can listen to these guys. These are actual clips from the World Economic Forums. And Th- so, yeah, this is what's scary is all these people over there doing this. Now, you got Brian Stelter here, which is an absolute buffoon who just got, you know, he got fired for his propaganda and his mismanagement of the news, you know, journalists who lied about everything under the sun. And then you've got, he's sitting next to this, this, uh, Jarova, uh, uh, I can't remember her first name, uh, but she's one of the guys at the Economic Forum. They have their golden boys. You know, we, we know that Gavin Newsom's one of their golden right, boys. Right, yeah, there's you know, quite Trudeau, a few. Them, there's yeah. a bunch of them. But now this guy is a clown. You know, um, Stelter is an absolute frickin' clown. He wouldn't know the truth if it kicked him in the frickin' teeth uh, or other places. Uh, now, this person, I-, I want you to hear what she has to say about, you know, what's going to happen in the USA. Go ahead and play the clip. We need the people uh, who understand the language. Well, we need the people who understand the language and the case law in the country. Mm. Because what qualifies as hate, hate speech, as illegal hate speech, which you will have soon also in the U.S., I think that um, we, we have a strong reason why we have this uh, in the criminal law. Uh, we, uh, we need the platforms uh, to simply work with, with the language and to identify such cases. The AI would be too dangerous yeah, and to artificial it's intelligence. Yeah, uh, hate speech is anything that disagrees with them, and of course, it's just like the left saying, "Oh, you're violent." You know, people are burning stuff, not you know, kicking the crap out of people. That's not violence. But if you disagree, don't want to get the jab, or you're disagree, violent. Yeah, you're then violent you become racist. violent. Yeah, you know, and and illegal hate speech, yeah, well, which is- you will soon also in have in the U.S. Okay, in other words, we're going to implement anything that you disagree with us as illegal criminal hate speech. Yeah, that's not that's oh. So what are they doing? You know, it's like what they're doing up in uh, in Canada with uh, uh, Jordan Peterson is that you know they're making him take a test to keep his license. You know, it's an indoctrination thing because what they want is they they want you to toe the line and you know. And stop yep. free speech because he's saying that free speech isn't just about free speech; it's about free thought. If you can't speak your mind, then you're you have no free thought anymore because you can't express any ideas to anybody else into the marketplace of ideas to have an effect on maybe finding what the but truth then what, is. But what happens is then people stand up and start uprising because of that because you you keep censoring them or pushing them down, getting them in a corner, so to speak, and putting the pressure. People will do certain things, and so this arrogant her name Vera uh, Jernova, this she's a European commissioner. 
uh, says that okay, so I guess the, the Constitution and our and our constitutional rights and the First Amendment doesn't matter at all as long no, as we they don't get have their, to follow that yeah, anymore. And let's get a, a slew of new injections uh, out there to everybody because we care about you guys and we want to keep you safe, right? Yeah, the, which we you know manufactured and yeah, we want you to just do what we tell you to do when we tell you. It's unbelievable. Uh, uh, yeah, if you, down, if you yes. read there about Tucker Carlson, well, gives an, examples. This one has a bunch of clips, but go ahead and scroll down right there. And that's good right there. Tucker Carlson gives examples of how the uh, World Economic Forum has harmful policies that have killed people, including their advice to give Sri Lanka, uh, you know. To, for their fertilizer. fertilizer. Yeah, that was a big deal. Let's go ahead and play a little bit of this, and then uh, we're about at the end of the show. This, Happy Wednesday. Good evening and welcome to Tucker Carlson tonight. So if you've been paying attention for the past five or six years, and we know you have been, you've probably noticed the inverted nature of modern language. Pretty much everything is precisely the opposite of what they claim it is. So the people who tell you they're defending democracy are promoting authoritarianism, which is not democracy. Then the Black Lives Matter movement winds up killing black people. Who would have seen that coming? Then our public health authorities make the population sicker and, and this is our new favorite, the so-called World Economic Forum seems to exist to destroy national economies. Not an overstatement. It was the WF, keep in mind, that told the government of Sri Lanka to give mm -hmm. up modern fertilizer. Oh, good plan, guys. Go ahead and try it. Result? The country collapsed and people starved. Then it was the WEF that promoted Sam Bankman-Fried's historic Ponzi, the biggest financial fraud in history, Apparently, the savants at the World Economic Forum just couldn't tell that this twitchy, pill-popping kid in cargo shorts who literally played video games during interviews was an utterly transparent scammer. They had no idea. They thought he was a genius, just like them. And, of course, it was the WEF that predicted the COVID lockdowns would, quote, quietly improve cities, not turn them into ominous hellscapes of unemployment, drug addiction, and crime. It seemed like a good plan at the time. Hey, I've got an idea. Let's prevent people from working. That'll make them rich. It'll quietly improve life for everyone. That's the World Economic Forum for you. The WEF is often described as a group of supervillains, but they're also hilariously idiotic. Not just evil, buffoonish. And by the way, they know it. They're smart enough to be embarrassed anyway. The WEF has since deleted its tweet about COVID lockdowns. It has memory hold its promotion of scammer Sam Bankman-Fried. It has conveniently forgotten all about its guidance on Sri Lankan fertilizer, on which it turns out the WEF is not an expert. None of that ever happened. The slate is clean. So we're ready for yet another World Economic Forum annual meeting in Davos, Switzerland, which is underway right now. The event kicked off this week with 84-year-old Klaus Schwab, he's the founder of the WEF, promising to, quote, master the future. We couldn't meet at a more challenging time. We are confronted with so many crises simultaneously. What does it need to master the future? I think to have a platform where all stakeholders of global society are engaged. We must master the future. <laughs> master the future. <laughs> so mastering the future is now the top item on the to-do list at the World Economic Forum this year. That's the first clue. These people are not living the same life you are. 
By the end of this week, you hope to find some time to get an oil change or maybe pick up some dandruff shampoo at Rite Aid. At the World Economic Forum, they plan to master the future. That's the kind of people they are. How are they going to do it, by the way? Well, they're going to do it with John Kerry, who, despite physical appearances, is still alive. Kerry will be 80 years old this year. So it goes without saying that if he's going to master the future, he'd better hurry. Thankfully, he's got a plan. Watch. It's pretty extraordinary that we select group of human beings because of whatever touched us at some point in our lives are able to sit in a room and come together and um, actually talk about saving the planet. I mean, it's so almost extraterrestrial to think about, quote, saving the planet. And if you said that to most people, most people, they think you're just a crazy tree-hugging, lefty, liberal, you know, do-gooder, whatever, and, and there's no relationship. But really, that's where we are. Wow. <laughs> so most people don't understand, but we are a select group of human beings. John Kerry tells the attendees of the World Economic Forum, who honestly did not need to be reminded of that. People may say we're crazy, tree-hugging, liberal do-gooders, but we know the truth, which is that actually we're soulless, greed-head money worshippers who'd sell our own children to China for a big enough tax credit. Shout out to you, Larry Fink in the third row. Catch you at the Suchi Bar. That was John Kerry's message at the World Economic Forum, which is also effectively the WEF's credo. But then John Kerry went further. What we're doing today, he said, in saving the planet is almost, quote, extraterrestrial. In other words, if you've ever suspected these people are freaking aliens, it turns out you're right. They are. And as if to prove it, Al Gore himself showed up. Wow. At 74 years old, Al Gore is as awkward, synthetic, and weird as he has ever been since eighth grade to now. Though at this point, he's much, much richer thanks to Google stock. Ever notice how the richer people get, the more they seem like Bill Gates? <laughs> it's not your imagination. Al Gore single-handedly proves that theory. Here he was today. Look at the xenophobia and political authoritarian trends that have come from just a few million refugees. What about a billion? We would lose our capacity for self-governance on this world. We have to act. <laughs> <laughs> well. Always angry, always shouting. Fatter, but still grumpy. They're, they're, they're climate refugees now. They're climate refugees, millions of them. They're not economic migrants fleeing the squalor of Tegucigalpa for the generous social services of El Paso. No, they're not. They're climate refugees who have no choice but to risk their lives with coyotes because you drive a full-size Silverado. Illegal immigration is your fault, middle America. It's not our fault. We got nothing to do with it. We just run the world. If this is all starting to sound like a bad CNN segment to you, a parade of self-confident dumb people, rich in self-esteem, low in wisdom, giving moralizing lectures to one another's applause, well, let us confirm that for you. Where was Don Lamont? Why wasn't he there? Well, he wasn't. That's on next year's program, no doubt. This year, we're not making this up, America's favorite unemployed media critic, Mr. Brian Stelter, ladies and gentlemen, watch. The clear and present danger of disinformation uh, is our conversation here this afternoon. It follows a session just wow. now about disrupting distrust. And of course, those are connected. So I hope that's where we can start. Uh, I'm Brian Stelter, formerly of CNN, now a fellow at Harvard University. A reminder that the hashtag is Harvard. Ref23. Yeah, we can try to put left. some real information out into the world to make up for all the crazy. 
<laughs> Make up for all the crazy. The conclusion this year at the World Economic Forum is that people who are not at the World Economic Forum have too much free speech, too many bad ideas, too much crazy, and too much opportunity to talk. They're still talking out there. Stop them before they talk some more. So if you're getting the impression that the world's most mediocre people and least self-aware people are all congregating in Switzerland this week, you are on to something. In fact, it might be worth getting an attendee list just to make certain that not a single person who was there this week ever has power over you in any way. If one of these people shows up supervising the bake sale at your kid's school, call the police. They're not qualified. That's, so with that in mind, it was interesting enough. to see right, Florida Congress... Wow. Uh, yeah, the only question is, is how many of these guys are on the Epstein Island uh, flight? Well, probably well, most yeah. of them, I mean, I if think not that all. puts it all together. You really get the full flavor of how they're doing it, what they're doing, why they're doing it, and 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 the deceptive evil evilness evilness yeah. of this is off the freaking charts when you grasp what they're really doing. Okay, not what they're saying, but what they're really, really doing. doing. Yeah. So that with that's it. I think we're out of yeah, time. Yeah, we are. Stay tuned. I'm sure we'll have more information on all of this. Uh, next but week do I, your homework on yeah, it. Yeah. Definitely Don't do. Us, yeah. yeah, do some homework on this yeah. stuff, guys. Government is not reason. Is not eloquence. It is force and force like fire. Is a dangerous servant and fearful master. And we'll see you next, next time. Uh, next episode.